All right, here we go. Welcome to the show, Podcast World. I'm your host, Rasta Jeff. This is episode 791 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I've got a fun episode lined up for us. In this episode, I'm going to give away a free pack of seeds. I've teamed up with our friends at SeedsHereNow.com to give away a free pack of Irie Genetic Seeds. We'll talk more about that later in this episode. Before we get too far, I do want to remind you that I will be at the Dude Grows Cup this year. That's right, June 3rd, we are doing the Dude Grows Cup in Fort Collins, Colorado. Make sure you check out DGCCup.com for all the information. I also want to send a big thank you shout out to everybody who participated in the sale on Irie Direct. I did a big sale over the past week. A lot of people got a lot of great deals, a lot of great orders in. It took me a little bit of time to get all of those packages out. I do apologize for that. All of the orders have been sent by now. You should have a tracking number. Many of the orders have landed by the time this episode comes out. Thank you for all of the support. If you want to stay informed, stay up to date, uh, know about the next sale, the next drop, the easiest way to do it is to join the newsletter. If you go to Irie iregenetics.com or iredirect.com and you scroll down toward the bottom of the page, there's a tab where it says stay in touch or stay updated with iregenetics. Type in your email address, hit return. That will add you to my newsletter. When I, knew it, when I do a new drop, when I do updates, when I add new inventory, of course, you will be notified of that stuff on iredirect via the newsletter. Also, the people on Patreon do get first dibs when I do a sale. The higher the tier, the better the uh, the heads up you're going to get. Sometimes the better coupon code. Uh, this time they got the first heads up that deals were coming. Then they also got free shipping. So maybe join the Patreon. Definitely join the newsletter. And if nothing else, do, of course, join the Discord. The Discord is free. The newsletter is free. Come hang out. I do encourage that. Also, I want to announce that we've done some changes on iRedirect. By the time this episode comes out, all the web updates will have been done. We have now got a tiered giveaway system. So the more seeds you buy, the more freebies you will get. We make it very clear and it's indicated on your shopping cart which freebies come with your orders. It's right there on the screen. If you spend this much, you will get this. If you spend this much, I'll give you this and this. Uh, those do stack, by the way. If you spend 100, you get the freebie for 30 and the freebie for 100. If you spend 200, I think you get a freebie at 25, uh, 100. Uh, 150 and 200 and I think there's a $250 tier also. Yes, there is. Uh, if you spend $250 on iRedirect at this time, you actually get a free 10-pack of Big Mountain Fudge Cake along with a few other freebies that will come with that. So that is my ramble on the updates on iRedirect.com. Make sure you join the Patreon, sign up for the newsletter, check out the Discord, and then also look for the new freebies on iRedirect. I know that's a lot to ask for from you right here at the start of the show, but it's a good deal. You will appreciate it. All right, that's a lot of rambling. Let's work my way into the email portion of today's podcast. I've got a couple of great emails here in front of me. The first one comes from our friend. Do they want their name set on there? I'm not sure they want their whole name. Oh, they do. They want High Off Kebabs to be their name on the show. Big shout out to High Off Kebabs. High Off Kebabs, first of all, let me give you a big congratulations because in the last episode, I said that if I read your uh, message from the Grow Question Submissions tab on the website, if you send a question there and I do read that, that you will win a free pack of seeds. So High Off Kebabs, send me your address because I do owe you a free pack of seeds. Of course, that free seed giveaway is sponsored by Seeds here now.com shout out to the crew at seedsherenow.com so our friend high off kebabs did send a grow question it goes a lot like this it says rasta jeff bless your soul brother uh big respect many blessings back at you brother it says i picked up the blueberry butcher regular seeds i've planted all 10 of them sounds like you're about to have a party bro and thanks for grabbing the blueberry butchers 
says they are in the vegetative stage. Some are bushy and some are taller. Yes, that is a, uh, a phenotypical expression. You'll see that amongst the population. That is very common, uh, especially amongst the F1 uh, filial generation. It says they are 10 to 24, average, uh, 24 inches tall on average. I'm going to take clones from each one and then flip them to flower. That is a great strategy. I recommend that. Take a clone from everything uh, before you flower it because you may have the most amazing cannabis you've ever grown there. It may be your favorite. It might be the plant that does the thing you need done. And if you don't have a clone of it, it'd be really heartbreaking to know that that jar will be empty someday and you can't reproduce it. So always take a clone. That is my strategy. That is my preaching. Then it goes on. It says, how would I do this? That's a very good question. It said, how would I control the males from not throwing pollen? How long would it take for not a novice grower to realize the males? And then there's a little bit more details we'll talk about later on in this. So this is a great question. We can talk very uh, in depth about this one. Uh, this is basically about uh, doing cutting clones to do some sexing and not contaminating the rest of the grow with pollen. So let's talk about this. All right, so it sounds like you've got a good idea of what you were doing already, and you were already onto a good path of being successful with this. Uh, the plants are 10 to 24 inches tall on average, which means uh, by the time this episode comes out, it will be time to get clones from these plants. So how do we do this? Uh, very simply, grow them. You've got them in your pots. You've got them under lights. They're growing. They're going to keep producing branches. I would recommend taking three clones from each plant. That's going to be 30 cuts. Uh, if legally and everything is that's possible for you, I recommend taking three clones from each plant. Uh, there's going to be one really healthy clone at the top of the plant. That main top, I would make that the clone. That's always my favorite clone. Then I always clean up the bottom branches off of my plants. If you've got a couple of good healthy branches there on the bottom, make two clones out of those. Now you've got three clones from every plant. Uh, I use, I can make clones in an easy cloner. I can make clones in the uh, little root riot plugs with a dome over it. I'm pretty proficient at making clones uh, in just about any style that needs to be done. However, when I do clone making videos, YouTube doesn't like it and they take them down. So uh, I can tell you briefly how I do clones. Uh, I wait till the plants are nice and healthy and then I cut them at a 45 degree angle. I dip it in a, uh, I use the, uh, the Clonex gel, the purple stuff. I use that, wear gloves when you use that always. Cut it at a 45 degree angle, dip it in the Clonex, and then if you're going into an easy cloner, all you got to do is put it in the collar and then make sure the water in the easy cloner is appropriate. I use a EC of 1.1 with the easy cloner, uh, the Clonex, uh, the liquid solution, the yellow one, and then I will adjust the pH to about 6162, and then I will set it and forget it. Sometimes if uh, I know it's in a warm room, sometimes I'll add some of the, uh, what's the product that prevents the algae from growing in there? Can't even think of the name. Clear Res. I knew when I gave up, it would pop into my head. Add some clear res in there once every five to seven days ish and just let it rock. Uh, maybe add some water in there a few days later and that cloner should rock for you uh, or clip it, dip it, and then stick it into the uh, a rapid rooter. And then I feed those rapid rooters. I spray them actually to keep them nice and wet, but not too soggy. Uh, put this, uh, the cloning solution, the same solution, 1.1 uh, Clonex at a pH of about 6.2, shake it up real good. Spray the, the root riot plugs or the rapid rooter plugs. So they're, so get those nice and appropriately wet. I spray them with the spray bottle. Uh, I dip the clone in the Clonex solution then pop it right in there. I spray the underside of the dome. So it's wet inside there. Then I put that dome right on top of it. At this point, all of the vents are covered up and then I put it under a light to get a lot of humidity happening in there. And I probably won't touch that for five to seven days. Uh, then I'll slowly, uh, start popping it open for a little bit of time, slowly open the vents and increase my open interval until I can get them into their forever homes. But uh, that is a quickie on how to do clones. There are full episodes on that. However, YouTube keeps taking mine down. Shout out to YouTube for that part. Um, so 
Get your plants. Grow them till they're big enough to get a clone. Get three clones from each plant. Uh, I like to wait, since you're kind of new, I would wait until those clones begin to show roots. That way you know that you've got them. They're going to be successful. You've got three opportunities for each one. As soon as you see roots popping out of however you're doing the clones, if it's out of the bottom of the easy cloner or popping out of the, the rapid rooters, then I would put the main big plants into flower. Now we can move the big plants into flower. We've got clones. We don't have to stress about having a preservation or a backup. They're already rooting. They should work out. And also if they don't, you've still got a few days to take clones. There's also the option for reveg, but I digress. Let's keep going here. Uh, we've got our clones. We're going to put the big plants under 12-12. They're going to start flowering. Now in about 12 days, you should be able to identify the males and the females. It may take a little bit longer. It may be a little bit earlier, but generally 10 to 14 days is how long it takes for a cannabis plant to show you if it's a male or a female. This will depend on several things. This will depend on how far into veg this plant has been going. How long has it been in that pot? Uh, how root bound is it? How tall is the plant? Also, some plants like to show you that they're male way earlier than some other plants like to show you male. So just maybe a real eager uh, candidate to show you that's a male. Also, this will depend on your lighting. How much lighting have you been giving these plants? If they're getting a lot of light, it may show you a little bit more uh, early. If they haven't been getting a lot of light, it may take a little bit longer. Also, one thing to keep in mind that I noticed, those plants that get real stretchy right away and grow right above everybody, a lot of the times those are male plants. So get don't get too excited about the taller plants in the garden when you're in veg because oftentimes those are the boys. They want to get above all the girls so that when they get taller, when it's time to flower, they can put pollen out and the pollen will fall down onto the girls. That's why the boys try to get taller, get above everybody. That's their whole intention of that. Let me get back to the notes, back to the question. Uh, that way we can uh, help you out a little bit more accurately. My question is, how would I control males from not throwing pollen? So they're probably not going to dump pollen somewhere until about day 14 to 21. Maybe right in that area about day 17 is probably when you're going to get pollen. They're going to show you that they're males about day 10. So you've got a four-day, seven-day period of when you're not going to have any problems. You can pull them out of there. They don't just... Uh, the male plants don't just pop up and go, poof, I'm ejecting pollen. They start building. Uh, if you, you've got to look at books and establish, first of all, learn how to identify males and females. That should have been, uh, I should have done that part. Should have guided you to, to do that part way earlier in this episode. Learn how to identify males and females. That should be in every cannabis book. That should be all over the internet. I've done an episode on it. Um, learn how to identify males and females. They will start popping up. The males will start popping up little nubs and that little nub will start to get a little, uh, little branch on it. And then on that branch will form a little ball. Then more balls will form and then more balls will form. And eventually those balls will start to open up and pollen will come out. You get plenty of warning that that is a male plant before the pollen forms. So pay attention. That is the way to prevent the, uh, pollen from coming out identify the males. You can do that, like I said, probably 10 to 14 days. And you've still got, if you do it quickly enough, you will not get any pollen in the room. You got to go in there and do a visual inspection of every single plant, push all the plants into a group on one side of the room, and then move them back over into their spot to the left side of the room. As you look at them, not a, not a male, move it over, not a male, move it over, not a male, move it over. So put them into flower and pay attention to them. Your other option, another option is you can get a lab sex test. You can order a lab sex testing kit from Farmer Freeman or other companies. Big shout out to our buddy Farmer Freeman. Uh, does not pay me to support him, but he's just a good, got a good product, does good work. So uh, they will send you a uh, sex testing sample kit. You'll take a little sample of your leaf and rub it on a little card. I'm not sure how Farmer Freeman does it, but you just take a leaf, rub it on a card, fold that up. 
you mark that plant number seven or whatever it says, and then you mark that card number seven or whatever it says. You send all of your cards to the testing lab. They send you an email that says plant one is a boy, plant two is a girl, plant three is a boy, plant four is a girl. They let you have a breakdown of every plant that is male and female. So then you can use that lab testing or you can use your visual eyes to go ahead and identify male plants. And when you do identify the males, if it's through a lab report or if it's through your own visual identification, go ahead and cut down that male plant. But wait till you're sure because... Uh, a lot of people are new and they see some stuff happening and they think that the plant is a male and they cut it down a little bit early. Make sure you're certain that that plant is a male and then cut it down as soon as you're positive it is a male. Then the next step is to go in the clone room and remove all of the clones that came from that plant. So when you cut the clones, make sure they are clearly labeled. So go in the room, clearly label the clones when you cut them. They came from plant A, plant B, plant C. You can name them if you want. You can give them letters, numbers. You could put colored stickers on them as long as it matches. Red plant, red clones, purple plant, purple clones, plant number 57, clone number 57. As long as that shit matches up in your code, you could draw hieroglyphics if you want. As long as it matches and you know that I've got to get rid of the uh, the hieroglyphic that looks like an antelope on the big plant and the hieroglyphic that looks like an antelope on the little plant. So uh, go in there. Once you've identified the males and females, remove both the big plant and the little plant. And then the other part of the question is uh, how long would it take for a novice grower to realize the males? If you do a little bit of research on the internet and look at a couple of books and see what a male and a female plant looks like, it'll be very obvious in about 12 days from flower. I, I really think you'll be able to identify them. If you can't, uh, come to the Discord. Come to the Irie Army Discord and go to the General Help tab or anywhere in there and just post pictures and say, hey, can somebody help me identify if these are males or females? A lot of people will go in there and they'll give you very useful advice. I trust the people in the Irie Army. And if you really, really need help, tag me and I'll go look at it and I'll see if I can give you solid advice. But I do trust the whole crew in there. They will give you good advice. Um, how long would it take? Probably about 10 days. Side note, I will be going on vacation. Oh, this is going to be the fun part. Going on vacation March 22nd. If I flip to flower, would I have enough time to see the males and remove them from the garden? Which should be about three weeks or so from me writing this. Uh, you're going to find out if you got males or females in about 14 days. I would flip now. When this episode comes out, it's time to flip. Do it that day. Uh, it's going to be the first week of March still uh, when this comes out. So go ahead and flip now. Do that now. That's my advice to you. All right. There is more to this. He does talk about the setup. Uh, we don't need to know about the setup right now. We are still sexing the plants. So really quickly, I do have some notes here. It says veg them, uh, clone them. Make sure you get good labels. Flip the big plants. Also, you guys, you don't have to flip the big plants. A lot of people will flip the small plants. Uh, and then you can find out if those are males or females right away. Or another way to do it, I should have mentioned this also, um, you can just veg them and then re or flip them into flower and re-veg. I've talked about that. However, this listener does not have time for that because he's got to go on vacation. Um, keep the clones you need. Keep the big plants you need. And then watch out for the males and cull the plants that you don't need. I think I covered it. I recapped. I think I answered your question pretty well. My friend, hi off kebabs. Thank you for the great question. I hope we are able to identify your male and female plants before you do go on vacation. Like we said, if you need any help, do send pictures to the Irie Army Discord. We will do our best to help you out. But it should be quite obvious which are boys and girls. And also, don't forget, send me another email with your uh, shipping address and a good name to put on the box because you, my friend, did win a free pack of Irie Genetics Seeds. All right, I've got another message here in front of me. I don't want to waste too much time. I do get quite rambly. This one came from the Irie Genetics Help tab on IrieGenetics.com. 
Uh, the listener wants to be called ripened bananas. They've got a problem in the garden. They're growing wedding cheesecake auto cross to Jawa pie. That sounds delicious. They're going indoors under LEDs. Let's get to the main part of the question here. I'm not sure some of this info pertains to the question. It says, yo, Rasta Jeff, I'm wondering about keeping regular males and auto to regular F1 males in the veg light cycle to save on hold to eventually breed with, but not for a while. All right, it's a long sentence. I have another breeding project going first. All right, so there's a lot of stuff to unpack there. Regular males are uh, going to be one set of answers in this question. Auto to regulars are going to be another answer. And F1 males just count in the same batch as regular males. Also, I think autos could be F1s as well. But um, just wanted to clear some of that up. And then we're going to move forward. It says, um, I have another breeding project going. Will the male plants in veg typically not pollinate any females around? Or will they sometimes pollinate female plants if they are held, held for a long time in a vegetative stage? I feel like stable genetics... Uh, that's not uh, the correct term use of the word stable here. We've talked about that would mostly not pollinate unless in flower light cycle, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it happens sometimes trying to hone my skills with stability and best practices. Thank you so much for all of your awesome content and info for sharing your expressions and for your desire to help others. You're the man much love, bro. That is a great message. There's a lot to talk about here. Um, oh, by the way, also you did win a free pack of seeds. I'm reading your message here on the show, which means that you should send me your address as well so that I can send you a free pack of Irie Genetic Seeds. And that giveaway, once again, is sponsored by SeedsHereNow.com. Got to remember to mention our friends at Seeds Here Now. Let's talk about a lot of this. Uh, will the male plants uh, typically not pollinate? Um, in a vegetative stage, if it's in a true vegetative stage, it will not pollinate. Those plants will not pollinate like I talked about previously. Uh, they'll need some time to uh, shift into the flower stage. Then they'll need time to start developing pollen sacs. Then it'll take a little bit for those sacs to open. You should be paying attention to the plants. You should be able to identify that way before that happens. However, these are cannabis plants and shit does go haywire sometimes. If you get a male plant that is not getting enough light, that becomes root bound or is just not getting fed enough, sometimes they'll go into panic mode and they will start to flower just like a female plant. Uh, some of us have female plants that are of a, a more tropical variety, a longer flowering varietal. Sometimes if you don't give them enough light, if they get a little bit root bound, if they get shaded a little bit, or if you just over or underfeed it, or if it gets bugs, it may just go into flower because it's in fucking panic mode. And that's just what some plants do. So if your male plant does experience any stress, any drought, overfeeding, underfeeding, uh, if it's too crowded in, it may start to stretch up and then it'll go, hey, guess what? You're not treating me right. I'm going into flower. And then it'll just flower. At that point, yes, it can pollinate plants. Uh, but keep in mind also the female plants can only receive pollen once they've developed pistils and the male plants uh, will only pollinate once they've developed these stamens and those have grown out and then exploded a little bit. So let me catch up, read the notes here, make sure I'm on the right track to answering you a little bit. Um, they won't pollinate uh, unless they make some pollen. You got to put them into flower or they've got to uh, flower because you've stress induced that flowering stage. Uh, then stability. We've talked about stability. That is more uh, stability means uniformity amongst population more than anything. So um, any plants could uh, express a phenotype that will make pollen under uh, not perfect conditions. If you're stressing the plant, that could happen with any plant. So uh, keep the room right. Keep the male plant happy. Uh, don't. A lot of people just shove the male off into the corner and they're like, I'll use him when I need him. Uh, treat him like he's the star of the show. The male plant is the fucking king. My plant is called King Solomon. 
without the, without that male, the other girls aren't going to make seeds. So he stays right in the middle under the light. I've got a Jack the Ripper male. I've got a King Solomon male. I got the BC Lemon Skunk male. Uh, there's a Chocolate male, all just right under their own light. The boys get their own little section because they're just as important to me. So don't overlook the importance of taking care of your male plant, of uh, pruning it, lollipopping it, topping it, taking a couple of backup clones every now and then just in case. When I'm in the room cutting clones, even if I don't need a clone of the boys, I'm going to take a clone off the bottom branches I clean up just because if some shit goes wrong. I want to have one in the cloner, one in a small pot, and then one under the lights because those are the those are the pollinators, bro. I've, it took longer I spent more time selecting the male plants than I did any of the female plants because I need solid male plants in my lineup. I've talked a lot about that, but um, give them their space, give them the room, the area, the care that the male plants that, that they deserve, just like the females. They are all equal in that room. Um, trying to hone my skills and with uh, stability and best practices. Thank you so much for your awesome content, bro. Thank you for the great question. I hope I answered your, your question. If you give them proper care, proper light, they will not throw any pollen until they go into pollen or there of, of course is the option to stress induce some pollen from those male plants. All right, dude, thank you for the great question. Again, do send me your email address because I do owe you a free pack of seeds because I read your question here on the podcast. All right. Now it is time to tell you how to win a free pack of seeds on today's podcast. We're going to do this all over again. If you want to win a free pack of seeds, all you've got to do is send me a grow question on the grow help tab at iregenetics.com. Uh, go to iregenetics.com. There's a row of tabs. It says like contact, seeds, merch, podcast, discord, Patreon. There's one that says grow help or questions or you'll find it. I'm not looking at the page. I don't remember what the heck it says right now. You'll find it if you want to send the message. Go click on there. Uh, we ask you a few questions like what kind of question do you have? What strain are you growing? Where? What kind of lights? Uh, what stage, what week, what medium, what pH, what PPM, what uh, just a few questions. That way, when it comes time to answer the question, I've got all the info that I need. It makes it easier for me. So go there. Then at the bottom, it says, what is your basic question? Please describe your problem uh, and then describe your problem. Tell me what's going on. If I read your question here on the show, of course, you will win a free pack of iRegenetic Genetic Seeds. And that giveaway, again, is sponsored by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. Shout out to all my friends at SeedsHereNow.com not only for supporting Irie Genetics, but for supporting all of the breeders and all of the growers. They're uh, they're great for the community and they're doing a great freaking service. All right, you guys, I'm quite rambly. I think it is time to wrap up this episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you for hanging out. I'll be back in another week with fresh new content. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, you know I would love to hear from you. The email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Send me all of your feedback. Make sure you support the show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Anything else you could possibly need is on my website, iregenetics.com. All right, I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy Pig Poop. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me. We'll